Welcome to Lift Up Nations. I'm Rob Leach, and today's episode is about why do I feel like an outsider in the world? And that brings me to John 15, 19. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. So we take that scripture and we break it down. Um, you know, it goes down to who you belong to. If you belong to God and you're a child of God, then you're not going to fit in in this world because everything in this world goes against what we believe as Christians. Um, you know, there's so many different aspects, so many different temptations in the world, so many uh we're bombarded constantly with media and social media and every aspect to be pulled away from what we're supposed to be doing, which is diving into the Bible and being in the word of God and staying with that throughout your life is very hard because there's manipulations from people, your friends, people that aren't Christians. They're all taking time away from what you're supposed to be spending with God. Um, I have a hard time with it. I know everybody else does. Um, we've been reading the Bible pretty consistently. Um, you know, it's hard when you're on vacation or going somewhere, but you need to go and refocus back to what we're really here for and what we're here about. Um, we're here for a purpose. We're here to serve others. We're here to care for others and be there for people that actually um, need our help. And, you know, if you have the means, we can help uh, do as much as possible as you can. Um, still doesn't help you uh, get into heaven, but um, <clears throat> the more you try to live like uh, Jesus, the more you actually be um, doing what God has for you in your life. Um, basically, everything we go through in life is a molding of clay to make you into the image of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit guides you. Um, it's very hard sometimes to hear what the Holy Spirit's talking about or what God's trying to speak to you because you got so much noise going on in your head from friends, from media, from music to every aspect and every uh, part of your life. Um, you drive down the road, uh, there's an accident that you're staring at the accident. Are you really like in the moment with God or you're paying attention to the accident? Uh, yes, it's great to feel like, oh, I want to pray for that person, make sure they're okay. But are we doing our part on a regular basis to be in the work? be with God, do God's work, and bring the kingdom forward. Um, you know, it's very hard when you uh, are at home or you're away from people, you know, try to get out there and talk to people. Try to, you know, just drum up conversation to try to get them to uh, kind of see that there's more to life than what they're doing. Um, it also, you know, there's also a lot of things that happen in life that you don't really, you know, understand. 
Um, God has a plan, always. Um, never once has he not had a plan. From the moment you were born, actually before you were born, he had a plan for you. Uh, but we need to find our identity in Christ. Um, as believers, we need to root our identity in God, Christ, and the Bible, and the Word. Um, that's the hardest part to do. Uh, you know, if you didn't work, you didn't have a job, you didn't have kids, you didn't have uh, payments on things, we could sit like people did in the biblical times and just be in the Word, be, be one with God sit there and pray, you know, sit outside, look at the stars, you know, pray 24 hours a day because you really didn't, money wasn't a factor. Uh, they did have money, they did have wealth, but um, most people looked at it as, you know, I'll tend to this field for, you know, to help everybody, not I'll work this job to get this bigger house or I'll work this job to get further advance in my career. Um, but in different parts of the world, the, the standard changes, you know, there's some countries that, you know, they're very poor and you meet these people and they're all about God. And then you see other places where, you know, there's no God and there's no, no, uh, belief in anything. Um, so it's very hard when you go around and if you're really worldly known or you actually drop, you know, travel a lot. If you don't have a solid foundation on your Christianity, it's very hard to go other places and see what everybody else is dealing with. Um, but being in Christ and talking about Christ and living the life is what we're supposed to do because your actions show to others. Um, but this can, this makes a disconnect and makes us feel like an outsider to the world because not everybody's doing the same thing. Not everybody's, uh, you know, breaking bread with people. They're not always like, oh, you're, you're a new person. I haven't seen you, you know, let's get together. Let's do fellowship. But the thing is that we need to get past that and start seeing that. Our purpose here is to serve others. And, you know, the outsider part, you know, most people that I know that are Christians feel like outsiders in the world. Um, they, you know, they have a hard time fitting in with people, hard time making friends unless they are other Christians um, because the belief system is different. You know, your moral values are different. Uh, it's hard to not see um, a person that goes out and parties all the time, uh, view versus somebody that goes to Bible study on Wednesday, church on Sunday, and then visits with Christian friends the rest of the week. Um, there's two, two big disconnects there. You got one that actually is following biblical, and then you got the other one that's just living in the world. Um, you know, it's hard to be in the world and not of the world, but we are not of the world. We are of God and we are children of God. So we need to take our time to cultivate that type of lifestyle 
with the people we're around. And then hopefully the people we cultivate that with does the same thing with the people that they're around when they are around them. Um, we have, you know, faith in Christ is, is, is the, the key. Uh, when we have faith in Christ, we have a transformation of our heart. Um, slowly but surely, God's always working on you to change your heart and change who you are and change you to the better person or the better uh, Christian or the better image of God. Let me put it that way. Uh, but the Holy Spirit comes in when you let him in your heart and he transforms us into the image of God. So it's very hard to um, go and be constantly in the world around people that are not Christian and then step out of that and still be Christian throughout it all. Um, the best thing that can happen to people at your job or at your work would be that you pour into them what God has done for you. Um, you don't have to beat them over the head to come to church. You don't have to do all this stuff to make them feel like, oh, I'm, I'm not a good person because I'm not a Christian. Um, we just need to open the door so God does the work. Um, we, we, I think we try too hard sometimes to bring people to God and they need to do it on their own terms. God can work through you to get them to come. The thing is that you just put it out there. Hey, we're at the church on this day. Okay. Done. Not you need to go to church. You need to come this Sunday. You need to go to Bible study. Let it happen organically. Let it happen in the presence of the Lord. Let God be the, the person who changes their heart to go do something instead of you trying to change their heart. It's not about us. It's never been about us. It's about God. It's about Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. It's about who he is and who he is doing stuff through. Um, if you can be a vessel, great. Be a vessel. Let God work through you. Um, it's very, uh, very humbling to be used by God to help others. Um, you know, you go through all the scripture in, in the Bible. You know, you got Joseph, you got Abraham, you got Moses. All these guys were 100% doing God's work. And they had been ridiculed, they, even to Jesus being stoned. You, you, you're going to be attacked when you're doing the right thing and you're going forward with the kingdom. There's nothing you can do to change that. Um, you know, Jesus died on the cross. End of story. If you believe that and you feel that, then there's no uh, pain like what he endured. Uh, stuff we go through in this world is nothing compared to what we're going to have eternally. Um, but then it comes to 
uh, your values and your priorities. Uh, the world is driven in self-centeredness and idolistic. Um, we see it all the time, like people taking selfies, people um, posting stuff about themselves all the time. Uh, they're doing it for the wrong reason. They're doing it for their heart, not for God. And if you have a God heart, you're going to do what God needs you to do to reach the people he needs you to reach. Um, we are, as Christians, we are called to prioritize love, humility, service, and eternal values over worldly values. Um, in, you know, just like anywhere else, you go to any other country, the, the, their priorities and values are totally different. Um, I, I have a story that when I went on a cruise one time, I was down in Turks Caicos and I've told this story many times, but I was, I, we came up to the port and it was owned by Carnival, I believe. And I get off the, the boat and I see all this beautiful stuff and it's all owned by Carnival, all those shops and everything. But as soon as you step out of that area where Carnival owned, it's very impoverished area. So I paid for a taxi to take me downtown. I went downtown and there was three little huts that people had as businesses and they were trying to sell stuff. But the problem is that if anybody didn't come down that way or take a ride, walk to the town, um, they wouldn't make any money. So, you know, the problem is that, but when I was there, I saw all that. And then I walked a little bit further and I walked down to this house that had no windows, no doors. And there was a guy stand, sitting in the front yard with his cow tied to a tree. He probably had three or four teeth in his mouth, but he was smiling and greeted me when I walked up to him. And one of the most humbling things that ever happened to me in my life was talking to him. I never saw somebody so happy with so little. And the person he had to talk to was God and his cow. Um, and happy as a lark. Uh, it, it, it was the most amazing thing I ever seen in my life. Um, it's hard to not, you know, when we live in this world to go back and, and focus on what that guy presented to me in life. And actually, believe it or not, I believe God did it. I didn't believe that, you know, there was a random person sitting there under a tree with a cow. I believe that God put that person in my presence to show me that it's not about what you have. But still, in this world, we still get wrapped up in what we have is key. But it's not. Because guess what? If you pass tomorrow, would any of this matter? No. You know what does matter? Is that what you did for the kingdom, how you serve people, how you love God, and where you're going for your eternity. And I hope the people that are watching this podcast understand that it's not about us. It's about him. And it's about God working through you to reach others. And I hope that 
just because we're outsiders and just because we're ridiculed or people look at us funny because we're trying to push the kingdom forward, don't let it bother you. Don't find your identity in man. Find it in God. I try very hard on a daily basis to do that in my own life, but I also try to instill it in others. And the more you do it, the easier it's going to be to go past the nose, go past the, uh, are you going to talk about that again? Or, you know, those things that you see that people are like, eh, you know, I don't want to talk about that. Um, but there's a way to do it. Uh, but, you know, in a world that embraces and celebrates simple behaviors is very hard to live in being a Christian. Um, to be righteous and holy and live godly life is the total opposite of this world. So you're starting out of the gate with people looking at you going, what's that? Who's that? Why? Or what is he doing? You know, but as you consistently stay doing the holy and righteousness, people start to look at you and go, oh, I want to be like that. Not like I am. I don't like who I am. I like who he is or she is. And then you start bringing it together and going, oh, that makes sense. That makes, uh, I wonder why that person is always happy. I wonder why that person is always like confident or always, you know, looks like he's got stuff together. Or she's got stuff together. The reason why is because of who we put our faith and trust in God. Um, and let the Holy Spirit guide you. You know, when the Holy Spirit convicts your heart, let him do what he needs to do to you. Let him take that, mold that, and transform you into the person that you need to be so you can reach more people. Um, but, you know, don't feel bad to talk to people about God. But you really don't have to really say stuff about God for people to, to believe, you know. I've been doing it for a long time. I go when I go to a restaurant or go to a, a store or anywhere possible that somebody is, I'll be like, oh, you know, it's a beautiful day outside. Thank God for it. Or thank God, I'm grateful for everything I have because of God. Simple statements like that go a long way. And let God do the rest. You say it, let it resonate with them, let them process, and then let them go. And if you ever run into them again, say the same thing again. Or maybe next time you see them, they'll ask you about God. Or they'll say, hey, where do you go to church? Or uh, let them be fed by God. You just give an open door so they can walk into what God has for them. And that being said, if you'd like to come on my show or be a special guest or have a baptism in Lewis speech or uh, come on for a testimony, I'd love to have you. You can reach out at liftupnations at gmail.com or call us or text us at 
6190. And that being said, thank you and God bless.